Hey, Mama. I know getting meals on the table for your family can feel tough, especially finding weeknight-friendly meals that everyone in the family will love. There's a good chance it's why you're here, at least I hope so. Helping moms take the stress out of feeding their family is my biggest passion. It's why I share with you here, and it's why I created the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. If you've ever wished this podcast came with a weekly done-for-you dinner plan with a shopping list and meal prep tips, or maybe a recipe library with over 200 family-friendly recipes, cooking tips, how-tos, and hacks, well, it does, and it's all in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club over on Patreon. Starting at just $3 a month for access to our 200-plus recipe vault with printable PDF recipes, or $5 a month for weekly done-for-you dinner plans, plus the recipe vault and bonus podcasts every month, the Healthy Mama Cooking Club is the dinnertime solution you're looking for. Head to patreon.com slash healthymamachris or click the link in the show notes to try it out for a week free and join over 130 other busy mamas making weeknight meals work with the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. I can't wait to see you in there. All right, let's get on with the episode. Welcome to Healthy Mama Hacks, a weekly mini podcast where I share my best tips for hacking your healthy mama life with simple tips for easier eating, cooking, and living a healthy mama life in 20 minutes or less. Let's do this, mama. Hey friends, welcome back to Healthy Mama Hacks. Chris here. Last week, I talked about having a staples grocery list and how having a staples grocery list can make your grocery shopping just so much easier, specifically creating your grocery list. And creating your grocery list is the first step to more efficient grocery shopping. So today I want to talk to you about how to grocery shop more efficiently. Now, The easiest way to grocery shop more efficiently would be to have somebody else do it for you. So that is always an option. You can always go ahead and have somebody put together your groceries by picking up or getting a grocery delivery like Instacart. But these principles, some of them at least, will still apply to you when it comes to using Instacart or using grocery pickup because efficient grocery shopping is more about the technique than it is the actual shopping. But we'll talk about the actual shopping as well. So the first tip, my first tip for more efficient grocery shopping is to have a staples list to start with. Like I said, this is what we talked about in the last Healthy Mama Hacks. So if you haven't listened to that episode, I'll link it in the show notes, but head back and listen to it. But in a nutshell, a staples grocery list is a list of the groceries that your family uses on a weekly basis. You might not go through everything every week. It might be every couple of weeks, but you still use these items on a daily or weekly basis. So you need to have these things on hand. This is probably not going to be a crazy long list unless you guys make crazy complicated breakfast, lunches. Um, It's mostly breakfast and lunches. It's also some dinner items like for me, carrot, celery, onion, ginger, and garlic are on the list. And those are dinner items that we use every single week. But the rest of the items are more breakfast and lunch items. But just having that staples list makes it so much easier to create your grocery list because like I mentioned in the last episode, the first step to meal planning, I think, is looking at your pantry, fridge, and freezer and deciding what you already have so you can use that in your meal planning. This makes meal planning easier because you already have a place to start from. You're not just starting at a completely blank slate. And then you're also saving money and food waste by using what you have before you go and buy new things. So when you do that, when you go through your pantry, fridge, and freezer really quick, okay, this is what I have on hand. 
then you can go ahead and go, okay, I need these items for my Staples grocery list and I don't need these others. And then half of your grocery list is done before you even write your grocery list because you've already written down your Staples list and you can just add those to your grocery list and be on your way. So that's the first tip. The the second tip is, well, you need a plan, okay? So you need to actually plan in order to have the groceries that you need for your meals. I'm going to do a whole meal planning series because I love talking about meal planning first and foremost, and I think it's so essential to meal plan in a way that works for you. There is no one-size-fits-all meal planning, but you need to find a meal planning method that works for you in order to take the stress away from getting meals on the table, whether it's breakfast, lunch, or dinner. For most people, dinner is the hardest meal. So having a plan, it can be a loose plan. I always recommend just planning for five days so you have some flexibility in there and those other couple of days for takeout night, impromptu date nights, going to a friend's house, going out to eat, whatever it's going to be. But you still need to plan for those five days. They don't have to be recipes. They can be meal ideas. It can be as flexible as you want it to be. It just needs to work for your schedule and there needs to be some sort of a plan. So once you have that plan, you can create your grocery list. So you have your staples list, you need to create a meal plan for the week, and number three is to take those meal ideas or recipes, pull them up, have them in front of you, and start writing your list. But here's the key, and this is what's going to save your grocery shopping, whether you're doing it online or you're doing it in the store, and that is to write your list based on store categories. Yes, the aisles of the store that you're going to get the food in or these sections of the store. I shouldn't necessarily say aisles because some grocery stores have like 15 or 16 aisles. We don't need to go that far. That's a lot. I don't want this to be stressful for you. But categories. So for me, that is produce, meat and fish, dairy and freezer, because those are kind of all in the same section, and then dry goods. Those are the four categories, and that's how I divide things up. Most of my dry goods I get during my monthly stock up, which I'm going to talk about in the next episode of Healthy Mama Hacks. But other than the monthly stock up, sometimes we run out of things and we still need things. So we still need dry goods. But this is mostly going to be things like produce, meat, dairy, but categorizing things by what part of the store you need to buy things in or what category you need to go to online saves you time. Because you're not running back and forth throughout the store because you forgot something or flipping back and forth between pages because, oh, I forgot this thing. I forgot this thing. Or having your groceries come to your door only to realize you forgot five things and you still have to head out to the grocery store. The worst thing is when you feel like you did your grocery shopping and you're done for the week and then you go to create a recipe and you're like, I am missing things. (laughs) So it's really important to have a plan and to have a strategy for grocery shopping. It doesn't need to be complicated. It's your choice whether you want to make it complicated or not. So make it easy, but have a loose plan, as flexible as you want it to be. Write your list based on categories. Make sure you have that staples list to start with. And then when you are actually going to go grocery shopping, go either early or late, if at all possible. So the best times of the day to go grocery shopping are before people actually would think about going grocery shopping, like right when the store opens. So we're talking like 7 or 8 a.m., maybe even before you would go off to work, or when people are eating dinner. 
So when people are actually eating dinner, so if you're a family with young kids, oftentimes you eat dinner before the rest of the world. So if you're eating dinner at like 5 p.m., go to go grocery shopping at 6. It's not so late that you're completely exhausted, but everyone's eating dinner. No one's at the actual grocery store then. Between 6 and 8 oftentimes tend to be the least busy times at the grocery store. The earlier time, like right before people are going to get home, like the four to five time, that's really busy because people are getting out of work and they're like, oh, I got to go get stuff for dinner because they don't plan ahead like you do and they're not as efficient as you are. So they're running to the grocery store. But if you're going to do your weekly shop, try to do it on a weekday. Also, weekends are crazy. It doesn't matter what time of the day it is, either early or late. Or you can go at like 9 p.m. if you want to, too. That's totally up to you if you're a night owl. That's also less busy. Um, But when people are eating dinner, it's a good time to go because they're not out. They're typically eating dinner. So the last tip I want to give you guys, and this I'm going to dig into more in the next episode of Healthy Mama Hacks, is to utilize a monthly stock up So your weekly trips are less stressful. When you stock up once a month, then when you go to the grocery store every week or every other week, it's just less burdensome because there's less things to buy. Once you start getting into a routine of having a family favorites list and knowing some of the meals that you're going to make for your family on a regular basis, whether they're meal ideas or recipes, once you get into that routine and you you kind of have an idea of the type of foods that your family eats and the things that your family buys on a regular basis, you can start to create a monthly stock up list. And you can either go to the store once a month to stock up on these items. Um, Oftentimes this will be a bulk shop. So a place like Costco or BJ's or Sam's Club. Or you can go to um, an online purveyor like Amazon or we use Thrive Market and get your dry goods from there. Or you can just go to like Whole Foods or I like to go to Trader Joe's once a month and do a bigger grocery shop. It's not necessarily my stock up, but I certainly stock up on items I wouldn't get anywhere else at Trader Joe's. So the way my monthly stock up works, and I'll talk more about this next time, is I will get items from Thrive Market and they come in once a month and then I immediately add those to my pantry inventory list and I keep an inventory list throughout the month just checking things off so I make sure that when I go to buy stuff the next month I'm not like rebuying things if I didn't use them that month and then if I don't use things for a couple months I take it off my monthly list because obviously I don't need it. Um, But when you utilize a monthly stock up with the things that you do use on a regular basis, so things like grains and beans and nuts and seeds, things like that, you are just cutting your grocery shopping list down and you're cutting your grocery trip down because you already have those things in your pantry and you oftentimes don't even need to leave your house, especially if you're ordering online. So it just makes it that much easier. So none of these things are revolutionary. But I promise you that if you utilize them together, they are going to make your grocery shopping so much more efficient. This is not about getting your cart around the store as fast as possible. It's about preparing ahead, having a staples list, having a plan, writing based on categories, going at the right time, and doing some monthly stock up so that every single week you're not filling your cart to the brim because that feels stressful to me. I don't know how it feels to you, but for me, I would rather just go and have to pick up a few things 
to make dinner for the week instead of doing a big haul every week, especially if I've got kids in tow. So I hope you found these tips helpful for more efficient grocery shopping. If you did, I would love to hear from you. If you're not already a part of the Healthy Balance Mamas Facebook community, that is the place to connect with other mamas who have the same desire to live a healthy, balanced life. It's just facebook.com slash healthy balance mamas. It's 100% free to join. We're just going to make sure you're not a bot and that you can join us. You can share your meal plan on Mondays. You can join us in book club. You can share your successes, your struggles, what's working, what isn't when it comes to meal planning and meal prep and balanced living and just connect with other moms, connect with me. It is one of my favorite places on the internet. So I am very, very excited to invite you into there. And if you want to connect with me directly, you can find me on Instagram at Healthy Mama Chris. That's Chris with a K. And uh, my DMs are always open. I would love to connect with you over there. So if you have questions, if you want to share with me what's been working for you, I would love to hear from you. So that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Healthy Mama Hacks. And I'll talk to you on Monday. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Healthy Balance Mama podcast. If you loved it, would you take a screenshot and share it with a friend over on Instagram and tag me in it? It helps me so much to know what you love and are taking away from each episode. If you really loved it, would you hop over to iTunes and give me a star rating and review? Every rating and review helps this podcast be seen and heard by more women who need to hear the message of balance and wellness without deprivation. It's the best free gift you could give me. And as a reminder, the information and opinions on this podcast are meant for education and inspiration only and are not to be taken as medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Please consult with a trusted practitioner before making any changes. Have a beautiful day, friend, and I'll see you in the next episode.